20 past 8 this morning and we welcome Wes back in studio. Good morning. Morning, Tony. How's it, Lucia? How are you morning. guys? It's lovely to have you, man. It's very well, very well. Thank we you. had a wet uh, Sunday evening into Monday morning, but it's beautiful this morning. So listen, let's quickly chat. Uh, we mentioned this this morning, buy and sell policies and then also key man policies. So that is the topic for today. So let's just start it off. First one first. Can you tell us what they are and what and who would need them? Yeah, so a buy and sell policy, essentially what it is, it's a life insurance policy that you take out on the life of your business partner. So to answer the second part of your question Mm. first, the people that are going to need these are people that co-own a business with someone else. And how they work is that you would take out an insurance policy on the life of your business partner. Yeah. Now, I also want to just start by saying that these policies, they're called buy and sell, and I'll explain why they're called that a little bit later on. But in my experience... They are one of the more overlooked aspects of financial planning that I come across. And the reason for this is it's, it's much like your will, you know. It's something that you always want to get to. You, mm-hmm. you know that it's important, but it, it kind of never really seems urgent until it is. And we always say to ourselves, you know, we're going to get to it, but we never do. And especially in the case of starting a new business, there's mm-hmm. so much hustle and bustle. Uh, You've got to get the thing up and running. You've got to get it making money and productive that it just falls down that priority list um, and so we, we forget about it but let me just explain why like your will they're so important so if we look at an example where a business has two partners that are 50 50 shareholders mm-hmm. the reason that a buy and sell is important is because what happens if your partner dies you are not automatically entitled to his 50 percent share in fact he has likely bequeathed it to his spouse or his children mm-hmm. so now you could end up in a situation where you have to make decisions with the spouse of your former business partner who may have no idea how your business works or is run sure that's very very interesting that is absolutely hectic but it's so true yes okay so uh that that is actually really um interesting and i think that so many people can keep that in mind now going forward now you say there that right before this event happens you can go into getting something like this now please just explain a little bit more about the process of buy and sell that solves the situation you described above okay so if in that situation if i'm i'm partner a and donnie is partner b Mm mm-hmm I would take out a life insurance policy on Donnie's life and I would be paying the premium for that every month. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, Donnie would take out a life insurance policy on my life and he would be paying the premium on that every month. Okay. And those premiums could be different because it depends on our ages and our risk profiles and other considerations. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing to consider is, so how much cover, what is the amount of the policy that you must take out? So uh, can I quickly just ask you, so uh, the two policies, uh, it's, it's totally different. They're, they, they're yeah, different. They're so totally different. So it, although in this case we're 50-50 shareholders, yeah. and the value of that policy is going to be based on the value of the business. So if the business is valued at $10 million, mm-hmm. you would take out a $5 million policy on my life, I would take out a $5 million policy on your life. Okay. But if we were 20-80 shareholders, then... Mm. If the v- value of the business was 10 million and you were the 80% shareholder, I would take out an 8 million rand policy on your life and okay. you would take out a 2 million, 2 million rand policy on my life. Okay. okay, it makes sense. Okay. And and so the reason for hmm. that is that we're trying to value the share that I would need to buy if you passed away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what a buy and sell is, is it's a legal agreement, it's a contractual agreement. So 
different to normal life insurance. So let's say something happens to Donnie, he passes away. Mm-hmm. Now, under a normal life insurance policy, I would get the $5 million in this case, and I could do with it whatever I wanted. But this is set up specifically so that... I have to use that money to buy the shares that Donnie holds. So his estate is contractually bound to sell it to me and I'm contractually bound to buy it. And that's why it's called a buy and sell. And the reason that it's important is because let's just say that Donnie is quite eccentric. And Mm -hmm. in his will, he could have left those shares to his dog. So now (laughs) if we don't have a buy and sell in place, you know... what do, what do I do as the remaining business, as the remaining 50% shareholder? I can't now make decisions with this dog or whoever yes. it is that he's left his, his shares to. <laughs> shares to. Um, but now, okay, what what is my, if I left it to my wife, uh, what is my wife's stand on this? Because if you have the policy, so you just have the, the option of buying it out. No, so it is contractually bound and this is, we're going to get to the point, this ah. is perfect for your wife because your wife more than likely doesn't want to run the business. She's got her mm. own things to deal with. Um, she doesn't know, she may not know about the business. That money, that five million that the insurance policy pays out, I pay to your estate, mm-hmm. and your wife gets that money okay, in place okay. of the shares that she doesn't really want. Okay, so we'll get to that more in detail <laughs> then. <laughs> okay, so a buy and sell is essentially an insurance agreement that looks after the future of the business, um, and um, like you just explained it, you know. So in an example you used that uh, was if I passed away, um, what would happen if you passed away? So that's exactly the other side of the argument that you had just asking about now so firstly i do want to mention though that the other great thing about the buy and sell is because it's an insurance policy when the someone passes away one of the business partners often the other one doesn't have the cash to now go i've got five million that i need to go and buy this other 50 percent and so the insurance policy provides that liquidity it's straight it's the cash that it pays out i don't have to have that five million in the bank but from the point of view now, if I'm the, the business partner that passes away, mm-hmm. my interest now is obviously I, I'm gone. So it's not that the business carries on. It's that whoever I bequeath my shares to, that they are going to get a fair value for those shares. Mm-hmm. Now, if we didn't have a buy and sell in place, mm-hmm. my wife inherits my 50% and she goes to Donnie and we've said Donnie is a little bit eccentric. And so Donnie says, you know what? The value of this business is not 10 million. The value of this business is actually, your husband was the one who ran the whole thing. The value of this business is actually only 100,000. So mm-hmm. your 50%, I'm sorry, it's not worth 5 million. It's actually only worth 50,000. And so mm-hmm. there can be this haggle over the price. And, and my wife, she may not you know, have that personality mm-hmm. that she wants to fight around this thing or understand it. And so she could just end up getting nothing for the value of those shares and so what the va- what the important thing that the buy and sell does is it places a value upfront that both partners agree on and mm. it's not this value that gets decided on after the fact mm. where you know there's there's emotion involved and there's there's just mm. a bit of chaos because of the situation yeah Sure. Okay. So if the surviving partner, uh, you have a buy and sell that ensures that the business can carry on. And if you're the deceased partner, buy and sell ensures that the heirs get their proper value. Now, what is this whole thing about the key man policy? So it's similar. So you've summarized the buy and sell really nicely. Those are the key aspects. Number one, that the business carries on. And number two, that your um, your heirs would get a fair value for it. Mm-hmm. Now, a key man is similar in that 
that it's it's almost like an insurance policy that a business would take out on someone who's very key to running that business. Okay, yes. So it could be an employee who then maybe they've got a very close relationships with the customer or they've got very specific technical knowledge and only this person can perform that function and you and now if that person wasn't around and and this can include dis- disability maybe they just mm. are unable to to work not necessarily death. It would be the business taking out uh, a policy on their life to just ensure yeah. that, you know, if they had to replace that person, it can easily take up to five, six months because that person is so specialized that the policy would pay out that they wouldn't have six months uh, of kind of operating losses. They would have cash flow to to carry on sure that's so interesting you know and you never think of this um, just because you think well when you have your will then that will be sorted out that's also like automatically in your will but it's not always like that so very interesting and very uh, well I think it's it's necessary for us to focus on that if you have a big company running like you just mentioned um, that's also one thing that I'm thinking now there's certain people uh, they they have a role in the company they that's all the the um, courses to to do this one program and no one else can do their job if something happens your business falls apart for two to three months yeah and and the thing just to mention the last thing on that is that even though these policies often aren't on the urgent list and it's something that can be you know everyone wants to get to later on we actually just looked at statistics by sunlum that said 60 percent of all the dread disease claims so that's your heart attacks cancer kind of the the big events that can happen in life it happens to people in the ages between 46 and 55 so we may think you know what i only need to get to this when my key man mm-hmm. is is close to retirement in his 60s but Often it happens earlier than that, and if you wait too long, and then an, an event like that happens, you may become uninsurable. So if you leave it too long and, and someone gets cancer or whatever, you can't then go and take out a policy because the insurers are going to go, it's, it's too much risk, we don't want to insure you, no. and, and so you, you don't have that option anymore. Sure. Thanks, Wes. Thanks again for coming in this morning. So if you don't know, if you just tuned in, uh, we're using Pennywise to touch on topics of interest, covering a broad range of issues from budget to insurance policies to personal tax and investing. If you are a business owner or you are just heard of these policies today and you want to chat to Wes, you can email him on wesley at multitrust.net. That is wesley at multitrust.net. And you can get uh, details also on the Facebook page, Pennywise, and everywhere on our social media. You can just contact us on WhatsApp as well, 082 Wes, thanks a lot. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Cheers.